You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share here significant and heartfelt messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face your challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. This morning was very special for me. Ask me why. Because I woke up with an 18-year-old son. It's his birthday today. And when I woke up and I realized, OMG, I've got an 18-year-old kid. I'm old. There was this like, you know, intensity seven earthquake inside me. He said, am I this old? I mean, think about it. I mean, once upon a time, I was that 18-year-old kid. Now, I have a son. Who's 18? And, and, and I, I, I married late. We're relatively late, 32. But there you have it. I, I was just looking back. Yeah, I, I gave my life to God when I was 12 in a Catholic prayer meeting. Never turned back after that. 13 years old, started preaching. This verse that we read, you know, if you want to come after me, deny yourself, carry your cross. You know, and that, that was my life. I said, yes, Lord, I give my life to you. I sacrifice myself to him. While my friends were watching TV, I was busy reading spiritual books. While my friends were experimenting with their first puff of a cigarette, I was busy evangelizing in the slum area, preaching in the streets. That was me. You know, while my friends were wearing the most fashionable clothes possible, the coolest shades and and the most amazing rubber shoes, me, I tried to wear the worst possible attire so that I will be like St. Francis. I I would wear this extra large t-shirt given, handed out by local hardware stores. I would wear this soggy jogging pants. I will wear the most dilapidated sandals I could find. When people ask me why I would wear the most horrible clothes, I tell them, so that girls will not fall for me. <laughs> of course, that was just my joke, you know, because I did not believe. Yeah, really? What, what, what's that? What, you, you look so ugly. And I say, that's my, that's my AAD. What's AAD? Anti-attraction device. But, but believe you me, I could not even put on deodorant because to me it was sin because that was thinking of myself. That was vanity. That, that was how radical I was as a teenager. And to me, any word with the word self was bad. It was a dirty word. Self-love, ha. self-esteem, self-worth. Throw that to the trash can. I want to love God. In fact, I had a motto. You know what my motto was when I was a teenager? I used it all the time. I would tell people about it. You know, if, if for example, we're talking and then we're supposed to like say bid farewell, I will not say goodbye to you. I will say my motto. I will say, forget yourself and love God. You know, it was scary to talk with me. Like, like we're talking like that, like you're, you're beside me. You know, all of a sudden, I will say, forget yourself and love God. You know, 
Yes. <laughs> that was Bo Sanchez. Now, I did not know that there was something wrong with me. What was wrong with me? Ask me what? I actually did not love myself. And that's why it was so easy to sacrifice. It was so easy to hate myself and forget myself and focus on God. Because it was not, I, you know why, you know how I did not like myself? You know, I, I remember going to confession, going to a priest and saying, Father, uh, please forgive me. Uh, I feel proud when I play the guitar in the prayer meeting because I'm so good playing the guitar and I, feel, I, I really feel proud and I, I'm sorry for, for wrong motives of playing the guitar. And so the priest smiled and I, I, I cannot forget what he, said, he told me. He said, Bo, it's okay. There's such a thing as healthy pride. Bo, enjoy playing the guitar and feel good playing the guitar because you know what? You can end up being scrupulous having a scrupulous conscience. And when you have a scrupulous conscience, you'll end up with spiritual pride, which is worse than having pride playing that guitar. You know what? I heard him and I said, thank you, Father. I left that confession and I told myself, this guy doesn't understand me. His holiness is lower than mine. You know? He, he cannot just... I did not know that I already fell in the spiritual pride he was warning me about. But here was the problem with me. Ask me what? I was molested as a child when I was 8 years old. I was molested again when I was 13. I really did not like myself. I hated myself. I was disgusted with myself. This is illogical. Because I had no part whatsoever in wanting to be molested, okay? But, but that's what kids are. When you talk to an abused child, abused children irrationally blame themselves. And so here I was. I did not like myself. I hated myself. I was ashamed that I was alive. That was me. And so here was the call to deny myself. Years later, I realized what was the problem. Ask me what? I had no self to deny. I had no self whatsoever. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so emotional problems came up as I started serving God and giving my life to God. I began to develop a porn addiction from my molestation. And then I began to develop uh, approval addiction. I wanted people to like me because I hated me. I did not like me and, and I, had, I had this approval addiction. I wanted people to like me so much and I, and I would bend over backwards just so that people will like me. And, and I will do anything and everything for you to like me. And if you don't like me, my world will crumble. That was me. I was loving God and trying to follow Him, but I've got all these emotional problems within me and I realized why. I was trying to be selfless without loving myself. Are you getting my message today? No? <laughs> I'm being revved up and fired up and, and you're saying, what in the world is he talking about? I'm telling you why now. There are some of you, you don't understand me because maybe you've not been through. But there are some of you, this is resonating. This is resonating. 
And, and it's striking your heart. And, and I know this because there are some people here in this room, you also don't love yourself. You also don't like yourself. You also are ashamed of who you are. And here's my word for you. You will never be able to love anyone else, anyone else, even God, if you don't love yourself first. And that's what happened to me. God healed me. Ask me how. When I received the love of God. The only way for you, you see, selfishness at the end of the day is rooted in fear. And fear can only be driven out by perfect love, says 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. And friend, listen to me. I'm imagining that you're just one person right now in front of me. If you have my situation, I speak God's word to you. Open up yourself to the love of God because it is only the love of God that will teach you how to love yourself right now. Just say that, say that with me. The only way I was healed was I learned to love myself the way God loved me. And that's my message to you today. I'm healed. You don't have to like me. Um, I like me already. I love me. And that's why I've come full circle. Now I have a self. Now I'm going to deny myself. And, my dear friend, there are some of you, you, have, you don't have my problem. You're, you're okay. You love yourself. You like yourself. If that's your situation, I have a word for you. Ask me what? Forget yourself. And love God. <laughs> Jesus calls disciples. And it's so beautiful to, to forget yourself. Because at the end of the day, he'll never forget you. He'll take care of you. He'll bless you. He'll provide for you. Do I hear a loud amen? amen. I, I want to I close this with transition this. Because right now, I, I'm, I'm going to give you a gift. Can I give you a gift? Yes, you will say thank you to me again and again after I give you my gift. I brought a friend with me. I'll bring him on stage. He is my financial mentor, one of them. And he's profoundly blessed my life. He's been so generous to me. But what I'm going to ask him to do is I'm going to ask him to share. You know, he's very successful in his career. He was CEO of a humongous company. He's, you know, every, everything he touches turns to gold. He's, he's that good. But the, the way he has inspired me is how wonderful and how generous his heart is. And I, I want to I bring him to you today and he will bless your life. Are you ready? Please welcome the one and only Rex Mendoza. Good afternoon. First of all, let me thank you for allowing me to share a piece of my story, a piece of my journey. Do you all want to follow through on what Brother Bo said, to love yourself? Are you now thinking about how you're going to be getting yourself forward? Are you willing to do that now? You have to listen to me. I'm the expert in that. See, I was different. I took the opposite route. Brother Bo from day one 
was a person for others. From day one, I was a man for himself. May hugot yon, May pinanggalingan. I came from a family who thought they were complete without me. A year after when my parents got married, they had an unika iha, apple of the eye of the whole clan. Nine years passed and nothing happened. So they prayed. They went to all the doctors. They danced in Obando. And in nine years, the firstborn son came. Unfortunately, it wasn't me. Hindi ako yon. Right? And in two years, with no effort, no prayer, no fertility doctor, no dancing, someone came out. Bonus. That's the story of my life. So if I didn't look up for myself, if I didn't love myself, if I denied myself, then who will take care of me, right? I actually came from being rejected to being unwanted. I'm the dangling modifier of the family. Can we move that next slide, please? I was rejected and deprived, and I had ambition. Now, that's very important with these kinds of challenges. How many of you have challenges in your family and the way your role is in it? Raise your hands, please. Even if you have parents with you, raise your hand. I want you to let them see, take notice now, right? You can be the disfavored bunso like I am. You can be the middle child who always gets to be unnoticed. Or you can be the responsible panganay who actually lives for everyone but himself. Right? Kung may hugot ka, makinig ka rin dito ngayon. It's very important because you have choices. The two lessons that I have for that would be choices. One, you can damage yourself, inflict injury with yourself. Why? You have the right to. You're in pain. Or you have the other choice, which is to become resilient and to persevere so that you become better. I had that motivation. It was negative, And I will tell you why. So I really want to be good. I really want to be great. Para gantihan ko silang lahat. Yun ang motivation ko. Pag nakarating ako dyan, gagantihan ko silang lahat. My dad always told me, Rex, you're the only non-professional in this family. How painful is that? He's a lawyer. My mom's a CPA. My brother and sister are doctors. Ako lang walang title. And I was telling my dad, a professional is someone who loves what he does and devotes every day of his life to become the best at it. That's a professional. I made that choice. But I still had that negative motive called revenge in my heart. The other important lesson behind that is nurturing hunger. And I'm talking to all the parents today. You know why? You went through a sense of deprivation on your own, and that's the reason why you're providing more for your children. Who's giving them the hunger today? Who's giving them that deprivation now? That's also your responsibility. When we give them too much, they will lose the motivation for ambition. So you also have to be careful with that. 
even if we're better off, even if we're capable, we need to manage that. Tough love works, ladies and gentlemen. So when I was growing up, I had this template and I went through many experiences so much so that I feel I have some answers that I wanted to share. First of all is that question, answers to questions like, why are there abundant and successful people and why are there not so successful and poor people? And many answers come to mind, right? Many people think, oh, effort yan, tiyagayan, sipag. Ilang taong masipag ang kilala nyo hanggang ngayon, wala pa nangyayari. Sobrang sipag, pero wala pa din. It should be savings or investments. How many people do you know? Tipid ng tipid, hanggang ngayon, wala pa din. Pero may kaibigan tayo, gasta ng gasta, but the money keeps flowing. Di ba? Parang nga mali yung nagtitipid pag minsan. Am I correct? So there has to be some form of answer. There has to be a roadmap. And I journey to be able to, you know, get into one. And I realize that the first is to start and begin with the end in mind, which is to answer why. Why do you want the success? Why do you want the abundance? Answering that big why will take you there. Let me define my own big why. What I do, I do for my family, my loved ones, and for people who need me. Now I have changed my route from self. I'm now trying to become a person for others because you will miss out on your significance. You will miss out on real legacies if you're just focused on yourself. But then, I now want to have an impact on other people. I now want to influence. And that's the reason why I say I share more. And this is very important to me. So I tell a lot of people, there are three elements. And those three elements, you have to manage pretty well. One is God-given, talent. And we're all here in this world and we have that because we're all blessed with that. The problem with us, some of us, is when that talent doesn't meet a platform of opportunity. Talented game, pero wala kang platform. You have to pray and seek and find that platform. Because when you get your platform of opportunity, your only problem will be effort. Let me tell you, when career meets calling, you become unstoppable. So you have to pray for one and two. And the only thing that comes out of you will have to be three, your effort. And if you do your effort well, you will be successful. I look back, I cannot trace the dots moving forward. I can only trace dots moving backward. And that's what Steve Jobs said. And I realized I've been blessed in my life and it's almost like clockwork, right? Now I can say I had a perfect parents. They denied me enough for me to be strong. In fact, when I realize it, they probably gave me more than what other children had. It's just that I was focused on my brother and sister. And that's why I was always jealous and envious. Mali antingen. Perspective issue. But if I look back now, with, with, with my partner, with my family, with my mentors and friends, Brother Bo, the mastermind group, you know, I cannot have it any other way. 
You cannot look at the person I married, very beautiful inside and out. I have an angel with me. Do you want to have an angel with you as a partner? Right? Those of you who want to say yes, yes. yes. Make sure you give them heaven first. Why? You want an angel with you, give them heaven. You know why? Because angels don't live in hell. Right? Give them heaven, they will turn into an angel. Give them hell. You know? Guys, I warn you, I've I've sent this message to many of my mastermind brothers. I told them, women are the more capable people, right? Give them something, they'll turn into something else. Can be worse or better, right? Can be worse or better. Give them a family, they'll turn it to an enterprise. Give them love and they'll turn it into a great life. Give them a credit card and they give you a longer bill. Right? They can multiply everything. Right? So be careful. I now get to my life where I say, I now need to optimize. And when I need to optimize, it's not just simply being generous and it's not simply giving to others. It's also sharing. And it is because of this sharing that I really want to share what I know and what I have. And Brother Bo and I go a long, long way back and he said, Rex, you cannot reach people with your talks all the time. You have to write a book like I do. The problem with him and he doesn't understand at that time that I'm not a writer, I'm a speaker. Give me a topic, I'll speak about it today. Bring Brother Bo to a room and he'll come out in one or two days with a book. It took four years for me to write one. Right? Four years with all of the help coming from my friends from Kerygma Books. But I ended up writing it and because it became rather long like my talks are, Naging dalawang book. But the first one would be what I call my success template. It will have all the elements of how you can find the pathways of success in your life. Goal setting. Strategies for execution. They're all here. And I'm sharing them with you. Whether you're in corporate life, whether you're an entrepreneur, it will help. But the thing is, giving to others is not just sharing. And it's sharing it in full that matters today. So I tell a lot of people, give this to yourself and to your friends. And you also gift people who cannot do it for themselves. All the proceeds of this book goes to the ministries of Brother Bo. All the, all the benefits coming out of it, royalties, whatever they are, margins, they all get contributed to the elderly of Anawim, to the children of He Cares, all of those ministries. Because we need more and more people to help. Because we need them to take notice that it is when you contribute to others that you get your own meaning. The book, I heard, is only 285 outside. It's uh, 3,850 in National Bookstore. 3,850 for 10. less than 300 lang So I hope you get to pick yourself a copy 
and I'll be more than willing to sign it for you and have a picture outside. Thank you so much and good afternoon. Let's all stand, everybody. Did God speak to you today? I have one last thing to tell you. Do you know what's the best way to love yourself? Ask me what? Complete sentence. Ask me what is the best way for me to love myself? Be selfless. I believe in that. Now I believe in that. The best way to love yourself is to be selfless, to forget yourself and love God. I pray for God's healing today. Miracles happen in the presence of God. The talks are over. The speakers are done. God has to come now and do his work in your life. If it's a comfortable posture for you, can I invite you to lift up both hands up in the air as a symbol of openness? That you are ready and humble to be touched by God. The reason why you go to the feast is not to listen to talks. The reason why you go to the feast is because you want to encounter God. You want to meet Him. Well, He is here. He is there beside you. He is there in front of you. He is there behind you. He is there around you. Say this prayer with me. Jesus, touch me. Heal me. Do your work in my life. Heal what needs to be healed. Fix what needs to be fixed. Teach me to accept myself the way you accept me. Teach me to love myself the way you love me. And fill my heart with so much of your love it will overflow and I will be ready to deny myself, to forget myself and be selfless. Transform me by the power of your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, please visit lightfam.com slash podcasts.